This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Democrats set to pass COVID relief. I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. With no GOP support. It's focused on pushing more of the far left agenda. Arkansas abortion law. Part of the attack on Roe v. Wade pandemic comeback for sports and entertainment it's not opening the floodgates it's more of a trickle good morning i'm steve kathan with the cbs world news roundup congress is poised to pass president biden's 1.9 trillion dollar covid relief package today it's packed with stimulus checks and a larger child tax credit and it will be sent through with no support from republicans Here's CBS's Nicole Killian. Single mom Sarah Mealy says it's a check that will provide much-needed relief. Things are tight right now. It's been very difficult. Sarah and others making under $75,000 a year will receive $1,400. Couples who make under $150,000 will get $2,800. It phases out for people who make slightly more. It's going to help me pay down my credit card debt, car insurance, renter's insurance, afford rent, too. The bill also extends unemployment benefits at $300 a week, provides aid to reopen schools, increase vaccine distribution, and support state and local government. And it includes a tax credit for parents of up to $3,600 per child. Every $20 makes a big difference. Nationwide COVID case levels are dropping. In Texas, they're rising. And there's concern in Houston about the aggressive spread of a variant. Despite all that, today is the day the state's mask mandate has been lifted. I never wear it unless I'm at work and I'm being forced to. Some businesses in the state will enforce mask wearing. Kevin Sutton has a sign up at his furniture store in Plano. I'd like to see 75% immunized before we really start thinking about taking away the mask. In Los Angeles, there's a deal to reopen the country's second largest school system, but it comes amid legal action against the district and the teachers union. CBS's Carter Evans is in L.A. For students like 11-year-old Makai Allen, it'll be another six weeks before he could be back in the classroom. This school year was a major problem. He's one of more than 650,000 L.A. public school students who've been trying to learn online for nearly a year now. He's not getting what he deserves. Makai's mother, Kishara Shaw, says he sometimes has less than two hours of teacher instruction a day. It feels like no one cares. His effort has become 
um, the minimum. For nearly a month, the teachers' union had been fighting for stricter measures. Health standard in schools, lower COVID in the community, and vaccinations for school staff. The district has spent more than a billion dollars, part of that on upgrading campus air filtration systems, stocking schools with protective equipment, and testing staff and students. In Pasadena, a COVID vaccination clinic for seniors and essential workers shut down after hundreds of people not eligible for the shots grabbed appointments. Many were members of the media and TV production companies. Alaska has become the first state to do away with vaccine eligibility requirements. Governor Mike Dunleavy, who's had the virus himself, says the move is a game changer for the state's economy. We are going to open up the vaccination program to all Alaskans. Uh, 16 and older. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has signed an order extending National Guard protection at the U.S. Capitol for about two more months. CBS's David Martin. The Pentagon said that they will try to reduce that number of 2,300 over time if conditions allow. Authorities have released security cam video of the hooded person suspected of planting pipe bombs at Democratic and Republican headquarters in Washington the day before the Capitol attack. Investigators are hoping that all this new video leads to tips and they're offering a $100,000 reward for information. That's CBS's Jeff Pegues. Three jurors were seated in the first day of selection for the trial of a former police officer in the death of George Floyd. One said he had not seen any video of Floyd's arrest at all. The Arkansas governor has signed a bill into law that bans nearly all abortions in that state. It's due to take effect later on this year. Legal scholar Lori Levinson says opponents are mounting a legal challenge. The new Arkansas law is part of the attack on Roe v. Wade. It's a very sweeping measure that would not allow abortions even when there are acts of rape or incest. A sixth woman has come forward to level misconduct allegations against New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. He told reporters he wasn't aware of the claim. I never touched anyone inappropriately. No one ever told me at the time that I made them feel uncomfortable. Well, the college basketball season's heating up, heading toward the March Madness Tournament. A year ago, it was canceled, a sure sign the pandemic was serious business. Todd Munson's happy big-time sports is back in full swing again, and some seats are being filled. The Dodgers fan is in Arizona for a little baseball. Everybody at the spring training game was hopeful, just you could almost see a light at the end of the tunnel. In New York City, Broadway theaters can start reopening next month. Small performances and limited audiences for now. And Tony-winning performer Renee Elise Goldsberry is fine with that. We will limp back in, kind of battered and bruised, but we are determined to come back. In California, Disneyland will reopen late next month. We've been waiting for so long, like a year feels like forever, so we're excited. It's pretty risky, you know, like COVID's still around. I really think it's time. I think enough people are starting to get vaccinated. I think California needs it. Um, Like, look at how dead it is out here. There will be no indoor dining at Disneyland, and there will be limits on indoor rides. Orlando parks are now open with attendance limits. Well, that was a simple question in a one-on-one interview. Why do you want to be president? Well, I'm... uh... Roger Mudd was the man who asked it, and Ted Kennedy seemed to have trouble with it in 1979, and his presidential run failed a year later. 
Mudd, the CBS, NBC, and PBS journalist, died yesterday. He was in the anchor chair for the 1963 March on Washington. The Reverend Martin Luther King of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference arrived here on the plaza. He subbed for Walter Cronkite and later was co-anchor of the NBC Nightly News. Roger Mudd was 93. Buckingham Palace says the allegations of racism made by Harry and Meghan are concerning and will be addressed privately by the royal family. Some old comments are getting new traction in light of this week's explosive events. John Oliver's gone viral for his words of wisdom to Meghan Markle months before her marriage to Prince Harry. I hope she likes it. It's going to be weird for her. I I would not marry into the royal family. The Last Week Tonight host offered his take to The Late Show Stephen Colbert in 2018. They're an emotionally stunted group of fundamentally flawed people doing a very silly pseudo job. Thousands have shared the comments after the couple's interview with Oprah. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. In a new tweet, Piers Morgan says he still doesn't believe what Megan said in that interview. His critical comments led him to walk off the set and quit the morning TV show he hosts in Britain. That's the CBS World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say... Call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus.